Is that is that meant to be like that up there? Is that it's is a that really de- is that decorative? It's a really poor work? decorative because what do you notice is wrong with the yeah, decorative the, brick? The decorative sticks out further than the paint. Yeah, so that it's should in, be the opposite. Norm, normally, the the rend, it's like a render is, is cracked away from the brick, That's or you correct. render part, but this the brick is sitting on top of a I render. I noticed that. It's just stupid. Okay, nice attempt though. Oh, yeah, I'll I give like, them. I like the um, five the wooden, points for the wooden ceiling as well. Is that angles as well? It is angled because I think on lovely sunroom. I think on a lot of them they're balconies. Ah, yeah. Oh, they've enclosed it. Yeah, so they've enclosed it. Very smart. It. Very smart. Nice yeah. digs, mate. It's the exact same apartments we had last year. Is it? Yeah. So okay. I just did a search and I thought, oh, that looks the same. Click, and it was. I saw my own review and I went, oh, take it because <laughs> you know, too easy. Easy done. All right, should we do a show? Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 380. Thanks to Uniden and Netgear. Trevor Long with you from EFTM and Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Stephen, not only is it our 380th episode... According to, let's say, iTunes podcasts or other podcast apps that count individual audio files Uploads. as episodes, yes. because we don't, so we count CES uh, as maybe three episodes, but yep. one episode with, with multiple parts, whereas that's actually three files. It's actually our 400th show. 400th, wow. So th- episode 380, Insert but our 400th show. Sound effects here. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. What about the budget for the fireworks yeah, sound massive effects? Budget, massive. Um, that's a reasonable milestone. Oh, mate, I'm proud of that. Congratulations, mate. Great to be Co- here. I couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you should say the same. I was just thinking about it. I was thinking, yeah, I'll probably... one bloke talking tech. No, no, I, I was just thinking, um, I reckon I could have done a show with someone else, but I couldn't have made it to 400. No. Maybe you, not. You're the only maybe bloke that can put up with me. <laughs> And, and I'm the only person who can put up with yeah, you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so well done, buddy. It's, it's like a marriage. It's a, how many? It's eight years, you know. Eight, yeah. No, I thought it was seven. It was eight years. We got through the seven-year itch. That's it. Yeah, eight years. Boom. Here we are. Four hundred yeah. eps. Oh, four hundred shows. Four hundred. Three hundred eighty. Four hundred shows. Three hundred eighty episodes, and uh, we couldn't do it without uh, the great people who've supported the show, like Netgear, since the very beginning, and others that have come along the way, including the great people at Uniden. So thank you to them, and thank you to everyone who's listening. Uh, so send your comments, send your emails, send your cakes next week because we're not back until the the weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. are here in Barcelona, uh, having flown here from San Francisco, where we we brought you the unpacked show. Um, pretty spot on in terms of everything we, we talked about in the show. So there's nothing really to recap there. But it's amazing to me how we've come here and what is it, three, four days after Samsung's Galaxy Fold yes. reveal, Huawei not just steals the show here at Mobile World Congress without any question, um, but they oh, I just feel like it was a WWE smackdown of oh, Samsung. Yeah. It it was, just, it's but, amazing. Just the I whole think, thing. You're right, though. Before the show even started, like we we saw, we had a pre-briefing just mm-hmm. to sort of look behind the curtain here. We had a pre-briefing and saw this device, what two days before the show started? Yeah. Yep. And I remember I said in my podcast, I said it is stolen the show, and the show hasn't even started yet. Yeah. It 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 would try beating that. It, and, it was incredible. And the thing is, Huawei is one of those companies not backwards and coming forward. They were happy to say, okay, here's what the Samsung looks like. Here's what ours look like. Yeah. Here's how thick the Samsung is. Here's what ours <laughs> they is. They must have been hanging out last week. I reckon the, the, just the, the presentation here, <laughs> they said, enter Samsung dimensions here. Yes. They were yeah, just yeah. waiting like play, placeholders to see. To because see. And for, they, made, they would have been doing cartwheels after the Samsung. Oh, event. mate. Because you imagine being a Huawei product manager, let alone executive, yeah. Knowing what you've got coming, and then knowing that Samsung is launching a fold, it was pretty much clear as well. Yeah. And nervous that what they were going to do would be just mind blowing. Now, let's be clear: Samsung Galaxy Fold is a great looking product, but yeah. the critical thing is we haven't been within QE of the bloody thing. The, uh, DJ Co was on stage, despite asking several times. Yeah, DJ <laughs> Co was on stage with it. Well done yeah. to him, and we've seen photos, yeah. but we've not. Even seen it outside of a, a you know in a glass it's case. In a glass case, we've here not been MWC. able to feel it open and shut. So we, yeah. we can only judge it on those visual representations. Yeah. Now, even before you you get to seeing, touching, and holding the Huawei Mate X, which is their foldable phone, the general concept is completely different to Samsung. It is all folders, all folds, even the concepts that we've seen. There's that's what's good about. It. There's not two that are alike. No, like the, the the Samsung opens up like a book. So you, you effectively get two screens, so a smaller front screen 
larger internal yep. screen. Yep. And the Huawei, the Mate X, is effectively one screen. That's f When it's folded, it's two screens. When it's unfolded, it's one screen again. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, you're you're crazy. Get on the internet. Yeah, get on the um, tech guide. I've written about four stories about it. Yeah. <laughs> and three uh, YouTube and, videos about it. And <laughs> it's so so the one screen, and just imagine you've drawn on a piece of paper and you know the written side, you're folding it back so you can still see the writing on both yeah. sides. So the physical screen folds so that it's the front and back of the smartphone. Now, oh, I mean, I've got no doubt that Samsung themselves think it's a poor way to do the fold. They don't like the execution of it. But yeah. what they don't have is the, the ability to go, hang on, step back from being a Samsung employee and go, mm. actually, what I like about it, first and foremost, as a folded device, big screen. It's yeah. a 6.6-inch inch screen front. on the yep. front and 6.38 on the back yep. at a 25 to 1 uh, aspect ratio. Yeah. So whereas Samsung have a 4.6-inch tiny little screen small. in a huge body. So yeah. it, it, it's, you know... <laughs> I can see where they're coming from, though. On the Samsung side, they wanted a device that had two screens separate, but that could also be protected. Hmm. You just look at the fold, the internal screen, when it's closed, nothing's going to touch it. It's, no. it's protected. A lot of the comments that I've had on my Huawei Mate uh, X uh, video is, well, the outside of the phone is the screen. Hmm. So how are you going to protect that? There's no the, 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 there's two sides to it that are the screen, and when you unfold it, it's still out there, but there's no protection for the screen at all. And here's what we don't know. Um, we don't know how scratchable that plastic is, but it's a plastic screen. It's right, plastic. Folks. It's not glass. It's not going to no. break. That's the thing. It's yeah. actually it, it actually needs less protection than a glass yeah. screen in many ways. But they also did very quickly announce a case for it. So true. You know, you got to give them that because I don't think you'd, you'd use it primarily as a tablet. You use it primarily as a phone. Mainly, absolutely. And and when you yeah. need it, you pull it out of the case and, and use the tablet. But having it in a case does defeat the whole simplicity yeah. of the opening. And, so and that's the it, weird part. Absolutely. And and I was lucky enough to get my hands on it. I held it and opened it and did everything yeah. with it. And it's not it's it's not as thick as you'd imagine. It's only 11 no. millimetres thick. It, the it, Samsung is 17 millimetres thick. It felt to me thinner than two smartphones in your hand together, right? It was, it was like a... So I had an older smartphone it's, in a case. It was yeah. like a phone in a, in a fat case. I, I actually held. I was playing, talking to some people last night, and they had a, a Samsung in one of those flip cover cases. You know the yeah. wallet style. Yes. I'm like, dude, this is it's like that. This yeah. is way thicker than the Huawei exactly Mate X. Right. Yeah. And the thing is that now uh, Samsung say you can you can open theirs with one hand, and we we haven't How? tested that. <laughs> yeah. But they say that the mechanism <laughs> is such that it kind of opens with one hand, and maybe it is some magical hinge mechanism. Is it like we a don't button know. You press. But the Huawei has a button. You hold it and you press that button, and yeah. it's like a little click, and it feels the screen pops out a little on the back. Oh, it, it feels mechanical enough that yeah. that little click. You know what you've just done, and then you either yeah. use your finger or you pull your other hand pull around to, to pull yeah, it open. Yeah. I found it to be completely you, intuitive. Yeah. I, I found it was when, when see, clicking it shut kept it neat and tidy. Yeah. Like if the, 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 we should talk about the hinge. The hinge is the, uh, strong enough to obviously flex the, and the screen and bring it flat, but obviously not strong enough to keep it absolutely um, secured and flat, which is why it needs to. So click that's why in. it needed that little, which which is good. I think it keeps it all neat and tidy. I've no problem. But I, yeah. but see, uh, not only does it keep it neat and tidy, I like the fact that to open it, you click, which which gives you that physical. Okay, it's open now, and now it's ready yeah. to be you know uh, presented fully. Now, when when you the the thing, I, I nervously open it, thinking like how rich because it's so thin. It's five point yeah. four mil thin. You, you open it, break it, and <laughs> I, like, I, I'm like, dude, am I, like how do I click it in? Or yeah. and it just kind of. It kind of goes rigid when, mm. when the hinge goes straight. Um, but the problem is in a lot of photos and a lot of videos, both the Samsung and the Huawei have this problem where you've got this uh, wavy edged screen and the, and the, and the actual where the fold. Where the, where the fold but, is, yeah. But also at the top a little bit. But where the fold is, you mm. get this, this you know glare because you're getting glare from lights. It was very reflective, wasn't it? Very reflective. Yeah. It's because probably the plastic screen. That's, but, um, this is the thing, right? It's the first yeah. generation of plastic foldable, bendable, it, it rollable screen. It gives it a new... Uh, like you, you look at your phone right now, and because it's glass and it's got a, a backlight and everything, it's a lot clearer and glossier and has some depth to it. Hmm. Did you notice with the Huawei? And even I haven't... Well, from what I could see briefly on the in the blind behind the glass case with the with the fold, hmm. the screen appears to have less depth to it. It looks like a sticker. So it doesn't appear to have that oh, gloss and depth that so a normal phone thing. screen has. I quite liked it. Mm. I I, oh, like, I watch stuff on it. It looked it, brilliant. It kind of looked fake to me. 
Yeah. But but it was so real because I was t- you're swiping it. Yeah. You're, it's I you. think it might have been the background. They got the the background they had was uh, actually quite yeah. orange and not not really. When I when I watched, I watched, YouTube, I called up tech guy. I, I typed in tech guide and had my site on it. Look uh, look as it would on a regular phone. And I, yeah. we watch YouTube on it. What does it look like? Out, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, though, in the right? sun, it'd be like, like looking in a mirror. It'd be really bright and reflective. So yeah. these are the issues, right? Yeah. So the bo- but also we haven't mentioned. It's going yeah. to be $4,000. You need to sell a okay. kidney. You've got to sell a kidney. 3700 just on the conversion plus yeah. GST. Plus, plus G- you know, it'll be four grand. And yeah. what's my guess? And it's, it's not 5G too, we should True, we should yeah, yeah, given that. My guess, not not coming, if at all, to, till September. Yeah, I it think just, it's... It uh, felt way... It, most of the things I wanted to do with it... Yeah, they said, no, can't no, do no, I can't do that because no, it's not ready that. yet. Software's not ready. That. Whereas yeah. Samsung worked closely with Google to make sure that the yeah. you know, the fold went from your app to the inside straight away. So they're, yeah. they're ready. They're coming in April 26th, yeah. for Christ's sake. Well, that's right. So they're, they're, they're ready to go. But yeah, I think Huawei will probably wait, being a 5G device, and the, the approval hoops you've got to jump through to get on the Australian networks... They're going to probably wait till Optus is up and running as well as Telstra. Mm. Telstra is already you know, up and running, you could say. But I think they'll wait until there's two, mm. at least. But uh, interesting. I, I, what I like about the Huawei, and mate, my videos are going crazy on YouTube. Mm. Like, I, I had a sort of bit of a deeper dive yesterday. I sort of had YouTube on it, called up my website, mm. had a bit of a more of a play with it. But the question that everyone's asking, and it's funny, the comments on the videos are saying, oh, this is better than Samsung. And then the other question, the other comments are saying, oh, about the screen. And you're you're rather one saying, or the other. Every, everyone's saying, why didn't, why, one bloke said, why didn't Samsung let you touch theirs? No, it's a fair point. And I, and I, and I, and I didn't even answer. I thought, well, you know, that, that is, if I had a, had my hands on the fold and I was chatting to the Samsung people to say, and they were really curious about the Mate X. They Agreed. saw my video. They saw me hit the views it had and all that. They were thinking, wow. They were very curious about it. And I said, mate, I'd be happy to do a video with yours in my hand. And they, and, and I think they were considering it, seeing all the attention that the, that the Mate X was getting. Mm. But uh, no uh, such offer has come through. Look, I think the strategy of not getting it out for even hands-on, let alone review yet, is yeah. an interesting one. But I think also, if you think about Samsung, they, they, they had this, we'll go a week earlier to get the publish, and they did. They well, won that battle. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, what, what would have happened? Imagine if Samsung hadn't have had Unpacked and well, they mate, were here head to head. But remember, their event is always Sunday evening, evening. So they yeah. would have been three hours after Huawei and they would have been hammered. Yes. Now, so Huawei wouldn't have been, been able to do the, wouldn't yeah. have been able to do the comparisons, but we will have all done yeah, that very quickly. And we would have all, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if it was Huawei and then three hours later Samsung, I would have gone, oh, well, that's not good. Yeah. In the same way that I think that now, so yeah. they were smart to go early, and so I think their strategy now is okay. Let's let let's let MWC die down, and yeah. and let's let's then go, go hands on yeah. in April. Well, they, that's that's April. That's people might be it's listening to this away. next month. Yeah, they, yeah. It's first of March this this Friday, so yeah. that's that's six weeks away, seven weeks yeah. away. So I yeah I think I think so must be ready to go. I think they're smart now to wait. Another few weeks before they do yeah. the next level. Get their own bit and of uh, let's publicity. let's be clear, they've got to now spend the next two weeks going, right, what, where, where do we have the advantage? And where do we need to be, I guess, pushing people? Because, you know, they do. They say, well, why don't you do this with it? Why don't you do that yeah. with it? And I think that'll allow them to kind of set the narrative a little bit yeah. if they buy themselves a bit of time. Here's the thing, the problem I've got with the Galaxy Fold, apart from not being able to touch it, mm. there's still a notch. Yes, and it's I still think that was notch. the smartest thing Huawei did was go, what? and by the way, full screen. Like Huawei yeah. is a 8-inch, almost square screen, screen, whereas Samsung is a 7.3-inch with a camera notch. Like, like what, what the hell? In the, the, the Huawei design, and look at, our, look at our websites, you'll see it. The grip, sort of the, the, the camera is down the side of the 6.38, the, the thinner, the narrower screen, hmm. and... When it unfolds, that thing becomes a little grip. You know, like the I know you don't the, read much, but you know the Kindle had a little handle no, like that. I, I say it's like the Lenovo Yogas originally were. Yeah, you know, they had that yeah, that's thing, right. Yeah, right? where the battery is and all that. And, and the smart part is that yeah. camera, that great camera, is both your normal camera, your selfie camera. Yeah. It's an everything camera. Oh mate, they had it in my session yesterday. We had it on the table, and there's like a tent. You know, like the you mentioned the Yoga. Yeah, there's like mode. a tent mode. You yeah. can watch. You can just. It's its own stand. Yeah. I had it so that I could, I could, um, I had my website open on it, and I had it in tent mode, and I could actually scroll the story up and over the the fold. Yeah. Of the, it, it looked like <laughs> it looked amazing being able to do that. But pl- 
playing uh, one thing that stuck out for me in this demo I had yesterday. We were playing YouTube videos. It sounded amazing. Yeah, really incredible sound. Watch my latest video. I sort of my closer look at it. Yeah. You uh, and you hear me saying, "Geez, how many speakers in this thing?" Yeah. And he goes, oh, "I'm not not allowed to say." <laughs> I said, "It's got to be more than two. It sounded incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon it's got Dolby Atmos in it. But see, the thing is, it's uh, the batteries are behind the screen. There's enough room yeah. for a bit of circuitry there. Yeah. Because remember, screen the screen on this would be thinner than a screen on an, yeah. on, a, on a standard what is phone because it? it's not glass. Five point four. So mil that five point four mil is probably five point two mils of, of electronics and two mils wow. of screen. And then they've got that big bulbous thing on the edge, which yeah. isn't battery. So I think there's screen, there's sound drivers and stuff in that edge. Mate, it sounded, I'm, I'm, it, you know what I'm like with sound. Yep. It sounded incredible. Yeah, yeah. So four grand, uh, crazy, end of the year, who knows. Yeah. Uh, you know, I won't draw the knockoffs that come out. There'll be people knocking it off. Although the big thing, remember we mentioned the hinge before. Mm. That's the secret source, source because yeah, that right. everyone's hinge took like years to develop. And the pro, everyone says, well, how hard is it to build a hinge? The problem with the – and Huawei explained this really well. They said the problem with this thing is there's several layers to the screen. Yeah, so if, if people think yeah. of their television, it's a, it's a sheet of glass, yeah. then it's some pixels, and then yeah. there's some light. And there's a, a bunch of And things. all of that sort of stuff. And, and if you bend it, the some of the things move different, or, yeah, in the, different the directions. The, la the layers all end differently. Like like, if you, if you, like the best example they had, they had a notepad. If you fold a notepad in half, yeah, you, all you, the pages aren't going to be exactly aligned on the other end. That's right. So that that was the issue they had to sort out. That's why the hinge sort of balances everything out. It's it is amazing technology. Yeah. And so what was that, they called? The Falcon Wing. What Falcon, Falcon Wing. Wing. Yeah, I thought you'd just Falcon far off about that. <laughs> the um the thing. So the thing is that people are going, oh, it's four grand, it's three grand, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, none. You know, what? I'm going to call it. None of our listeners are going to own this product, right? Yeah. But. This is the start, and I think Samsung's smart move from here, and I've said this to them, yeah. is to own the the category. So say we do, we we created the category, and we're going to build the category. You know, it's mm. not about this year; it's yeah. about three years and it's five years. It's about what's in five years' so, time. Yeah, so, right. in, mate, in twelve months from now, we're going to be sitting here in Barcelona, yeah. and there's going to be fifteen hundred dollar foldable phones. Yeah. There's going to be smaller ones. There's going to be bigger ones. And we said last week. I remember I said yeah. I think if Apple ever do foldable, it'll be an iPad that folds to be smaller. It'll, be, just it'll kill the iPad convenience. mini. They'll have the iPad mini. We did. Yeah. The iPad Pro will still be around. So, so yeah. what I'm excited about is saying, okay, so what have we seen? And and we should say all. Also, we went to uh, Alcatel T yeah, yeah. TCL. Yeah. TCL had on display their foldable concepts um, through yeah. their through their system and their C screens. C Plus, their CSOT yeah. sister company that makes screens had a bunch of foldable phones and foldable devices, foldable yeah. screens. Yeah. Now, what what they were saying basically is, look, well, the world's already. your oyster. The yeah. world's your oyster. What and do you want? Had, to did you like? see the stand where they had all the different the different examples like yeah. folding this way, folding yeah, opposite? So, and did you see the one that I've always talked about, which is your ex, your existing smartphone yeah. same folded size, in half. folded in half. Yeah, so you've got, that. you're carrying <laughs> around a smaller thing. Yeah, I like that. And, idea. That, and that way you can open it up to a bigger thing. That's right. But so open up to a Motorola Razr comeback device yeah, yeah. should be a, a flip phone. You know, it flips yeah. in your hand. And it flips open and, and it's a and full screen. In the folded position, it's like a square shape, like a wallet. And yeah, then opens but, up. but critically, when it folds, there's there's about a five mil lip where it doesn't over, overlap. Ah, it sticks up because yeah. that's so where you your notifications, notifications are. Yeah. So who's ringing? It's at the top of the screen. Yeah, like, I genuinely think yeah. that. That's exciting. I think it set us on a new trajectory with phones. Like it, It's an exciting new chapter that's that's about begun. I'm going to say, of all the EFAs, CESs, Mobile World Congresses we've mm. done, I think this is probably the biggest uh, thing that we'll look back at and yeah. go, oh, hang on. Because you think, okay, 3D, yeah. 4K, it's excellent, but it's yeah. not, you know. It's not revolutionary. revolution. This is revolutionary, not evolutionary. That's what we're witnessing this right now. This is revolution, yeah, because, for sure. So, and, and we had, uh, I don't think it's uh, a bad thing to say, Sammy Scontos from Alcatel said, oh, you know, imagine a device that's on your wrist. Yes. You know, you're wearing like a fitness device. Now, it might be a little bit thicker than you expect, but it's a, it's a touchscreen fitness device that goes around your wrist, but you can then clip it off like a snap band and it's a smartphone. It's a phone, yeah, as well. So yeah. because your phone is now foldable, it yeah. could fold around your wrist. Yeah. You know, absolutely yeah. could be anything. It's opened up a whole new world, eh? It's a whole I, new... And the good thing, it's going to give engineers and designers just this yeah. a whole new palette to work with, a whole new sketch pad they're going to be well, thinking so of ideas. we talked about Apple last week. Let's go back there again and say, mm. Rodia, so what do they do now? What... I mean, let's just, they yeah. obviously have known that foldable screens are coming because they, they're, yeah. they're not exactly, you know, unaware mm. of these things, right? So, but now that they've seen this, do they, do they put on more people? Do they advance the roadmap so that 2020 is their year for something, you know? Because yeah. 
you know, essentially, if we go forward one year, 2020 Mobile World Congress, there'll be every brand will have something foldable essentially. Mm. So, what when does Apple need to need to show yeah. their hand? Well, the ball's in their court, and they've they've not only got to deal with competing with the the Galaxy S10, which is kind of their you know like for like phone. Mm. They've got. A, I think they've got a couple of decisions to make. The first is whether they pull the trigger on five G early. Yeah, I reckon if they release a four G iPhone that's slightly different to what it is now, everyone's going to go, "Oh, is that it?" Like we've seen folding phones for God's sake. <laughs> what? And you're giving us that? And, and we'll what talk, are they going to do? We'll talk about five G in a minute, but like it's already surprising how good the five G phones look. Like we're not. Yeah. We're not. We're not they're not. They're not how we expected. No. We'll talk about that. But. So you're right. Does Apple have to fast track a, reckon, a, a 5G chip into its phone? I think they have to. And by when when it will be September October, we're well into 5G territory. Samsung will be out with one. Hmm. Oppo will be out with one. Um, LG issue, will be out with one. We'll, we'll come back to 5G in a minute. But so so foldable wise, foldable, yeah, yeah. Do, well, do, do here's they, what Apple do. They do. need to do something. Yes, next they year? do. I, I reckon 2020, they've got to have a, an announcement or some kind of. Uh, Maybe even earlier than their normal product cycle to dub, say dub. right to say this is what's coming out later this year. Check this out. Mm. It'll be a phone slash iPad Mini, mm. which it'll kill the iPad Mini, but the iPad Pro will be their still their hero iPad mm. product, and yeah. they'll still have their ten inch iPad Pro. Yeah. So it'll be that's what that's what what I'd do. Yeah, I'd to I'd, stay in the game. Dub dub twenty twenty. Yeah, I'd go. The iPad is changing. But mm. but the good thing is it doesn't need to be. What are you going to call it though? He's just to have some great sort of opportunity to call it something special. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't given that any thought. It'll be like iPad. It'll be iPhone, and then open up to be an iPad. And well, see, I they've had patents. They've I've, had patents on this. it. I disagree. I think yeah. I don't think Apple goes a phone that folds. I I think they go an iPad that simply gets smaller and is more more compact. So okay. for people that want the compact portable yeah. iPad Mini but want a ten inch screen, but it's got to make boom. phone calls. No. You reckon? No. Do I do, do that? No. What's the point then? Because it's 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 saying if, foldable technology does not have to be a phone. No, I disagree. I think foldable phones give you two in one. It's like it's like Huawei said they, they they I think during the presentation they said that our demand for bigger screens has been there. Like when the first iPhone came out, it had like a like a four inch screen. Hmm. Now the screens on our phones are six point seven inches. They're massive, right? Hmm. But the thing that stayed the same in all that time is the size of our hands. We haven't got bigger hands. Mm. So having a device that can be a phone when you want it, and then when you've got a bit of time and a bit of room and the opportunity to watch something better, then you go boom, boom, and you've got, a, you've got an iPad. You've got a tablet. I don't, I'm not saying that won't happen in the next five, ten years. Yeah. I'm saying Apple's first device is a foldable iPad so I, that, it, I, so that it, it just simply gets smaller. An iPad mini is this big. It's not, it, takes up, it doesn't take up a hell of a lot of room. That's what I'm saying, but, yeah. but, but an iPad mini is a small screen. Yeah. I'm saying you have yeah. a 10-inch screen ah, right, that, that folds, folds in half so yeah. that you're carrying around an iPad mini, but you've got an iPad 10-inch in yeah. your hand. I just think convenience-wise, I like the idea. Personally, I like the idea of having a phone when it's a phone and a tablet when you want it to be a tablet. Yeah. Like the Mate X has nailed it in terms of design and execution and just the sheer wow factor of it. When, when, when we, I first saw it and when we first saw it, and even in the the air at the time that I got my hands on it, it was as, it was as fascinating and and like I, I was filled with the same wonder that I had when I touched the iPhone the, for the first time. The, the last thing we'll say about this, just on that on that experience with the device, I found it to look, feel, and operate like a a flagship, a new look flagship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. The way when you, when you hold it and you look at the and you're looking at the back screen essentially, yeah. and it flips. Look, that's where the software needs. When you flip it over, it doesn't yeah. really go as quick as you need to. But the Leica cameras, you know, and I reckon that's where the speakers are and stuff. Mm. You know, it looked good. I know the Maybe. Galaxy Fold has a Galaxy look to it. Definitely yes. does. You know, yeah. some of the design cues. Similar design language. But definitely. it's clearly fatter. Yeah, it's clearly tapered. There's just things about it that don't. Well, it's tapered to protect the hinge. The hinge has to be bigger. The bigger sure. end of it. But yeah. it, but the the that's. The great thing about the yeah. Huawei going the other way is they don't have that problem. Mm. And it's will hot. the Samsung? Did you have a good look? At, did you see it in the glass? The fold? Yeah. Will the Samsung? I, mean, I suspect the Samsung screen will look a bit better than the than the 
Inside Mate, Mate X, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It'll look like a normal AMOLED screen. I, I think that's probably where Samsung should yeah. play their advantage is, no, no, we're mm. not compromising on anything. We're, mm. we're giving you the best quality, this and that, da da yeah. da, da. Mm. But what I'm saying is when you hold the Mate X, um, it doesn't feel like you're holding a screen. You're not, like, it's not like you're worried about holding it yeah. because the screen's on the front. And when you, when you click that button, open it up, it, it felt slick, it felt smooth. Cool. I didn't think it felt like an engineering sample. Do you know what I mean? No, not at all. No. And I think that's what that's yeah, what matters is mm. that they're they're not playing a half-ass game here. Yeah, they're, I, I, they're ready. I'm here and uh, full transparency. Uh, Huawei hosting me here, and I went to there. They had an AI uh, event that I went, attended the other day, and they had Richard Yu, who's the head of their consumer division. Yep. And he was saying that the pride. He's been with Huawei for eight years, and he said uh, he's very proud of the fact that we're an innovation company. And their dream, he says, my dream is to be the number one brand. And this sort of this sort of product really embodies that passion of theirs to say, well, look what we can do. Yeah. That's really absolutely made a statement to the world to say, look at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, they, they, they've won the show here. If you had to pick a winner, Huawei's the winner, despite the shadow that's hanging over them, the 5G story and everything yeah. else. And they've won this with just with that but innovation. Just on that, I, I still think that oh, I believe from the conversations I've had on radio and everywhere about Huawei in this week, mm. there's a clear separation between consumer devices oh, yeah, and all the drama going yeah, on. Yeah, totally, yeah. And I just don't see consumers mm. asking questions. I mean, there's obviously the idiots. I've had, I've had some narcs saying, oh, why yeah. should we trust the Huawei phones? Because they, yeah, I've I'm had like, those okay, too. Don't yeah. buy one, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. in terms of what they're doing and how they're achieving it, yeah. I just think it's it's unprecedented. The, the, Mate, the yeah. brand support they're getting is actually... Brilliant! It is like they're, they're smashing it. And right I think now. there'd be Apple and Samsung will be looking solid over their shoulder to say, "Wow, we've got to up yeah. our game. We need to up our game." Two blokes talking tech, episode three hundred and eighty, live from Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. And if you uh, need to connect all your devices in your home, including a new foldable phone, well, you've got enough money for the world's best Wi-Fi <laughs> network. Uh, you, yeah, whether you've got uh, gaming devices primarily or Internet of Things, smart home devices, we've all got lots of things in our home that are connected. And it might just be you and your family and their and your basic devices, but ensuring you've got full speed and full coverage across your home is what you need, and you can get that through the Netgear Orbi Wi-Fi system. Orbi, O-R-B-I, is what you need for full speed, full coverage throughout your home, and you can check it out at netgear.com.au. Stephen, we started talking about 5G, and we'll come back to yeah. Apple and 5G, but, man, is if you, if you had a dollar for every 5G logo <laughs> at the show... Yeah, I'd be shouting your lunch today. And then Fair enough. Mm, okay. <laughs> I think you'd be shouting me some tapas. an apartment somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, everywhere. it's just, it's everywhere. And, and we knew it would it be. It has been for a few years, but this year in years, particular. This year, even more so. The rubber hits the road this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I find it fascinating because uh, Bowen did find someone that was talking about 6G, by the way. Really? Some Finnish dude. 6G. Um, Donald just, Trump was talking about 6G just, as well. Yeah. You about Donald? Yeah, yeah. Yes, we're going to have 5G? Then we're going to have 6G. No, 5G will be obsolete. Yeah. <laughs> he knows a lot about networks, obviously, Genius. D. Trump. Genius. <laughs> um, but the thing is, uh, so 5G is real. Like We need to, be, we need to acknowledge that. Mm. It's happening. But here's the thing. The reality check is, yes, Telstra has 5G. Optus is launching it. They're all working on it. Vodafone's working on it. They're just not that. that they're, they're not, not talking. They're about not it. talking about it because, mate, four G is pretty good. Yeah. Um. And also, they they were probably pushed back. There's a couple of things pushing back. They got a merger on, and also the Huawei yeah. um, ban actually impacts them because that's who oh, they that would was have Vodafone's used. deal too. Yeah. yeah they would. They need to find a new network. Yeah. So, um. But the Telstra thing's interesting. I spoke to Andy Penn, and I said, "Listen, how long is it before five G is as ubiquitous as four G?" Because that's what matters to yeah. me. Like it's all well and good to say you've got five uh, G in Sydney, but what is it in Martin Place? Is yeah. that it? <laughs> if you if you got an apartment in Martin Place, you're you know, good. Four G X, whatever they call whatever they yeah. call the gigabit I I internet on four G X LTE. That's not at my joint. It's two gigabits. It's in not some at my sense. house. Yeah. Is it at yours? No. So it's like, what is the rollout plan here? Mm. And he said to me, in reality, it's two to three years. Yeah. Right. So you buy a five G handset this year, and you can use it in a couple of streets in a couple of towns. Yeah, but also uh, it'll also obviously be a four G device as well because you've got to combine because that, that that that's the thing with five G devices. And someone explained this to me that there is a couple of radios you got to fit in and yep. a different modem to fit in. So it's and a it's little also, bit fatter and, and uses more power. The initial five yeah. G is not pure five G. Yeah, this is hard to explain, but essentially uh, a current five G device cannot work 
without the 4G network. Yeah. So you your need, device it's like a foundation. Your, your device connects to the 4G and then flicks over to the yeah. 5G. The good news is that it uses the speed of both the 4G and the 5G to yeah. get you the, the speeds. And I'm the actually working on a story about the, the the five things that you'll the five biggest advantages of 5G. Right, and and so look, it's going to be a while. What I'm saying before yeah. it's in your suburb, but there's genuinely devices, and the number one thing I'll go back on is say. Look, I assumed all the devices were going to be rubbish. I thought they were going to be big, fat, ugly, yeah. battery-draining things. I, the LG V50 ThinQ is probably the best example for nice. me outside of the Samsung, which we'll talk about, which just, it's a great phone. Yeah. It's a good-looking phone, great screen, yep. 4,000 milliamp hour battery, works well. Powerful. It's got all yeah. the I, uh, AI in it. It's got great cameras, yep. and it also connects to 5G. Now, the, the real-world testing of that device won't ever show how bad or good it is because unless you live in a, under a 5G cell tower, you're mm. not really going to know how the 5G antennas drain the battery. Yeah. Because that's the word on Although the street is that the they're, research, they're pretty bad on battery. The research I've done for my 5G story is that the, the actual 5G network itself is, is uh, energy efficient. Yeah, that's great, but yeah. the 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 phones. Yeah, no, no but the, even the devices, it's it, because it's got to come up through four G and do all that. That that's still using the same amount of power. Yeah, but the five G bit itself is like I think um, Ericsson did a white paper on it, and that five G acts as if used only when needed, whereas yeah. the four G network is an always on kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but we, we won't see. We won't be able to test battery life on a 5G phone for quite a while. Uh, yeah, until we, we can you yeah. know walk around constantly on 5G. Yeah. So the, the LG, and by the way, that LG V50, uh, and I've, I've got some photos of it up at EFTM, but the, did you see the dual the cover case? case? Yeah, that's smart. I've got like, that on my tech guide as well. It's a big, fat, ugly thing. But when you open the case, like one of those cases that has got you know cards in it or something, you can press a button and the, and the inside of the case is a second screen. Second screen. And you can, you can attach it like a case. So it's got a second screen in the case. That's right. Well, yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. Looks like a little laptop. Yeah, and, and you can fold it around the back, so the screen is actually on the yeah, back as well. My only, the, you know, it's it's a silly thing, but my only thing is you can't make it permanently a second screen. You have to always activate. Yeah, it. I know. You yeah. always have to go into the settings. But you can have EFTM on one side, TechGuide on the other, and there's yeah. a button to flick them around. Yep. Um, so you can be reading emails on one and what's happening mm. on the other. You know, you, you literally a, a two-screen situation. I saw the the situation of uh, so it was like a, you know the Nintendo DS, the two mm. screen. It was like that, yeah. like a massive DS. So while yeah. the bottom screen was the controls, <coughs> top screen was the was the screen was yeah. the game. It's it's um, essentially it's yeah. like running two two Androids in one phone. Yeah, it's like having cool. like two phones next to so each other. So that's yeah. one of the devices that Telstra have announced is coming yes. to their network. The other is um, the Samsung. The other is the Samsung. We'll talk about that in a second. Then there's Oppo. They've said we're we're, we're in part. We're going to have a phone. We're going to have a phone. We yeah. don't know anything about it. Yeah, uh, Optus is going to have that phone. A as phone. Well. Yeah. Um, they also just on Oppo. They also apparently said, oh, we've also got a folding device that we're working on too. I think they saw all the buzz yeah. and they, they wanted to say, oh, we're, we're in it too. Yeah, we're, we're all doing it. <laughs> we're all doing it. We get it. You're doing <laughs> yeah, very well. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so then, and then there's the HTC Home Hub. Let's talk about the HTC Hub before we talk about That's the Samsung. That's cool. Oh, so you saw this? It's, so it's really the, good. The thing is, when we saw this uh, I don't know, a few months ago when they did this real-world test and they were showing us this yeah. hub, uh, it wasn't a formal announced product. It was just sitting there. We couldn't touch it or anything. You know, you could see it's it's like a m- mobile hotspot. So I think of the Netgear Nighthawk M1, yep. but it's a little bit bigger. And bigger I thought, screen. I kind of never understood why it looked like it did. You know, why is it battery powered? Why don't you just plug it in, whatever? But anyway, so it's meant to be either your home thing or a thing you take away with you. But yep. it's also got a speaker. It's an Android tablet. It's got yeah. Google Assistant That's built surprising. in. That's surprising. I had a look at it like yesterday. crazy. Yeah. Like you could actually be running, like if you're out in the wild with it, it's connecting to 5G and 4G and you can watch YouTube on it run certain Android apps on it. Yeah. You could even um, connect it to your TV so that I could stream content yeah. to your TV as well. Yeah. So uh, not only is it connecting your devices, but a smart product that can do all this other stuff. That's what surprised me that it was running Android. That, yes. that was surprising that, me. So that was the, that was the Android thing 9.0. they kept under wraps. You know, they, yeah, they right. looked... Up until this show, it looked like just a little hub, yeah. like a mobile hotspot. But then they then the reveal was it's also an Android device, so you yeah. can do pretty much anything with it. Google Assistant, so it's your Google Assistant, it's your Google Home that's as well. Right. Yeah, it's powerful too. So and that's uh, cool. And, and like HTC, obviously, are uh, involved. And I asked about whether they're going to have a five G phone, and they said they're yeah, probably not. Look, like the whole line, phone business at HTC is kind of in suspended animation. Bottom line, uh, you know, I think uh, and shout out to Thomas from HTC, yeah. but I've never seen him so happy. Yeah. I've never seemed so happy yeah. because he's got a genuine he's got a product here in market. Yeah, and and they're, they're, look, their phones were great, mm. but how do you market a phone up against Apple and Samsung? Yeah. It's just bloody hard, hard. right, in Australia. Yeah. 
So they've got a product here that Telstra will sell in big numbers yeah. that establishes them back as a technology company we'll, doing connectivity. We'll, we'll go on, it'll go on sale in the first half of the year. Again, so all we know May, is first June. half. Telstra's yeah. playing a funny game here where they've got a roadmap and they're going to go, what? Yeah. We're just going to own 5G with an June announcement 30, every boom. three weeks. Boom. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do this device and, and that you know device and this. Good yeah, on them. They're do, they're, they've owned it. They owned the, 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 I, I haven't heard a peep out of Optus having this show, have you? Oh, no, not Vodafone, at all. Nothing. I haven't had a Telstra single announcement it. from Optus. Yeah. And Alan Liu was here. Yeah, no, yeah. Alan Liu was here at the Optus What's event. What's going on? What the hell? How do they not get in touch? Talk to us, Alan. I find that staggering. Yeah, I you agree. Know, Andy Penn, to, to Andy Penn's credit, he's a he's a CEO of a massive company, but he's a guy that if you say, "Listen, can we get five minutes? Five minutes, yeah, no worries. Cool. Yeah, done. Because yeah. he he knows he's got to play that game. And so he, the, this is the way, place to play it too. In, in the, this is the Super Bowl of mobile. And he's here. a mover and shaker at MWC. Like he's on the three GSM, whatever it's called. You know, the GSMA board and all that kind of stuff. So then there's the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G. Now again, Which I looked at nice, we though. didn't see nice. this last week in San Francisco. What's with that? What's with that? Well, I think that was a smart move to to, to push us here to see it because it was lots of them. There yeah, was a there lot was of them tables here. full of them. Yeah, and it's interesting because we both got the S10 Plus, so it's yeah. taller than the S10 Plus because yeah. it's a bigger screen, but it doesn't it. doesn't feel heavy to me. It yeah. didn't feel like it's heavy. It's slightly fatter than it's, the S10. It's not a me device. Let's yeah, be clear, but we've got me written it's, all over again, it. Again, yeah. it's not a massive fat. Uh, it looks beautiful. It's pretty sleek. It's, yeah. it's It looks like an S10 mm-hmm. on the back with a 5G logo on an extra camera. Yep. Uh, it's got all the features like wireless power share. Yeah. It's got the, the in-screen fingerprint reader. So it's got all the features. It's got the, more it's got the features. Little, the, got in, the in-built camera in yeah. the top right corner. The, the hole punch. Yeah, uh, wow. I think, now that I've seen it. Didn't like the color though. No, oh, jeez, you knock. But what was it, like a pinky sort of, what was that? Not white, it was, was white. it? It wasn't. It looked... Was it the same as what we've got, the prism white? Yeah, the Is one, it the same I, as this? one I looked at was the same. Um, I don't know whether I've got the photos on me. Yeah. but I, I would have preferred a different colour, but anyway. Well, what the colour have you got? It comes you got in two colours. Yeah. It comes in two colours. Yeah, I've got the, got the prism white. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, and I've got to say, just, just on the S10 Plus, mm. I, I'm liking it. Although I don't like it. See how far down So the, you're right. It was like a bluey. I found yeah. it to be a bluey, bluey. colour. I compared it. I had shots comparing it to the S10. Which I'm. Uh, well, I'm comparing it to the S10 Plus here. That's the, so. That's what I meant too. Yeah. The S10 Plus. I had them side by side, screen up, to see the difference in screen size. So six point seven v six point four. The the look. Yeah. Bottom line, again, I will say to you that this is a surprisingly good five G device. I, agree. I expected them all to be big, ugly things. I'll say to you now that uh, the if you have pre-ordered a Galaxy S10 Plus through Telstra. Jump at the jump at the chance totally. to get the five G. Yep, because the That's size the size is so incrementally different that it's not you're not going to notice it. Mm. The weight is different, but that's great because it's battery power anyway. Yeah. And most of the time you're going to be on four G, so bigger you're not phone, using additional yeah, battery. Bigger phone, yeah, mate. Oh, mate, I, I genuinely think that that's yeah, uh, that's it's, that's it's the, the go. winner in terms. Like, oh, it, and it's bigger than the LG V fifty. So yeah. It's got a bigger screen. What's a V50? 6.4? 6.4, yeah. So this is 6.7. So uh, you got me, you've had me at hello there with a bigger screen. The bottom line, let's yeah. let's fast forward here to May, June. Yeah. Telstra, I'm assuming you're going to spend big coin on beautiful in-store demo. You mm. walk into a Telstra store, they're going to have a 5G thing uh. with these handsets. The, so what we know now is this, the, in the 5G display in a Telstra store, there's going to be the HTC Home Hub. Yep. It's going to be a Samsung Galaxy S10 5G yep. and an LG and V50. V50. Yeah. Which is great for LG, you've got to say. Device great for time. LG to have that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. It's probably going to be their best device in some time, but on, a, on, a, all, on a percentage basis. They've always made good devices, LG. Yeah, but great phones, you, same, but they're trying to HTC. get into the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah through, right? Yeah. So what they've got now is a share of voice situation where if you're an early adopter warning 5G, yeah. you've got basically what we know is currently two choices that we've seen and held. That are great phones, yeah, and absolutely. I reckon plenty of people will go. Oh, I love the dual screen thing. I'm going to take that. Yeah, and don't forget Optus in the second half of the year. That's another wave of uh, yeah. and, and uh, the LG and the S10 will no doubt the 5G phones will no doubt be offered to them as well. Yeah, because the, like there's a period of exclusivity. The period of exclusivity is probably yeah. three to six months. So it's an interesting little thing there. But do you think though that listeners of this podcast and they know we've been banging on about 5G for a while, mm. are they thinking, oh no, I'm going to wait for 5G? Do you think that that's a factor now, or no. do you think that 
I don't I'm think it is enough of a fact yet. Four G still good. Like four G. Oh like let's talk about the Netgear the M2 they released yesterday. Yeah, that's two capable gigabit. of two gigabits on four G. Like it's a beautiful hello. little device too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, nice. Um, look, I don't think too many. And please hit us up at Stephen Fennick at Trevor Long on Twitter. I don't think too many people are hanging out for five G, mainly because of the reach. Like. Mm. I'd love to have a 5G device. I don't know why. That's yeah. just, you know, and I think that's most people. I don't know why, but I think I want one. But it's not going to work. Like when I'm in the city, maybe a, a grand total of 15, 16 hours a year. Yeah. Right? In the city of Sydney. You live out in the sticks, mate. Yeah, but I'm saying, when, how, how often are you in the physical yeah, city? Oh, yeah, not not that often, but yeah, often enough. Like, yeah, no, I agree. No, I agree. That's I, the I problem. Think, but, but it'll come a point where we won't have a choice. It'll be 5G, because let's face it, in the second half of the year, I know these two little things I can tell you now for a fact. Note 10. Yeah. 5G. Oh, 100%. Mate 30 Pro. 5G. 5G. Yeah. So... With Apple come up with 5G, and, and again, for customers who they, they love their iPhone and they think iPhone is the world mm. and they don't see any other brands out there, they'll think, oh, this 5G must be important if Apple are doing it. Mm. So if they pull the trigger in for the next iPhone, iPhone, Apollo, whatever they're going to call oh, the thing. Yeah. Our, our I, I now, and, and you know people follow the journey of our views, but I was very clear, iPhone 5G 2020. I'm now less mate, than 50 50 on that. They've got to do it. They've, the blowtorch no, is on. They've got to or will do. That's, that's well, what I'm saying. Mate, I what do you really think? What my gut is saying if Apple come up with a 4G phone They're next trouble. to a Note 9, Note 10 5G, and a Mate, mate 20, 35G, they're going to look silly. Yes, they've but they've got to do it. To they've us, got to go. But what about to the average Joe? Well, the, here's the thing they'll still have a 4G phone. Yeah, they've got to have a 5G offering, just like like Samsung did it. Samsung yes, had the S10, right. S10, yes, beautiful 4G, go for your life. And there's a 5G option, yeah. so, so it's so like if a Samsung pro sells, version. If Samsung sells uh, uh, two million S10 devices, might be fifty thousand of them at a 5G. That's Doesn't right. matter. They had the offer. So I reckon Apple have right. to have a premium. Here's our hero iPhone 5G so, version. So it's iPhone Apollo. Yeah. iPhone Apollo R and yeah. iPhone Apollo Max and iPhone Apollo 5G. 5G. Then they're, 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 that's the skews right there. By the way, imagine if it was called Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be asking for a cut. Oh, I'd Tim, be walking Tim's straight a, into Cupertino. Tim's a listener, so it's all good. Yeah, not really. <laughs> um, no, a, I, I think that's what they have to do, shows. mate. Yeah. That's what they've got to do. Yeah. They're, they're, honestly, they'll be, they're going to be left behind if they don't. Here, here's, oh, let me throw this at you then. Could Apple announce in September... The iPhone Apollo da, 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 and the five G that will be available in December. Like so, they buying themselves yeah, extra time. Maybe in the maybe. same way the XR, the ten R was yes, delayed. Yes. You know, just in announcement terms. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So they go uh, t- the main phone yep. the, and the Max, and then they go and the, the mid range yep. phone and the, and 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 like then Samsung they go for, like yeah. Samsung. That, that, that's definite possibility, and it'll give them more time then to get their approval through. And yep. I haven't heard from any of the network people from any of the telcos that Apple have even started testing anything. No, so that could be that could be the case. It could but be. They've got to, honestly, it could come at the same time got as to stay the relevant. dual wireless charging mat. Yeah, that took uh, how long has that been now? It'll be coming up to two years in September. Yeah, well, have the so anniversary of the announcement of a product we've never yeah. seen. <laughs> yeah. That could come in March, though. We'll soon see, yes. We'll soon see. All right, well, that's uh, that's 5G here at Mobile World Congress. Uh, cracking uh, big show. Lots of talk about 5G here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Uniden. They've got some great security cameras to choose from if you're thinking of upping your security at home or uh, at your at your office, at your holiday house, or even on your remote property. There's a solution for you. They've got a version, a 4G version, that can actually be, uh, that connects with a SIM card to the network and you can do everything you could on a normal Wi-Fi camera, uh, but on your remote property, maybe down at the marina looking at your boat. Uh, you can you can look at that with the uh, the Uniden the uh, AppCam Solo 4G version, and you can also connect a solar panel to that as well. So no need to be getting up a pole to recharge your battery to change out the batteries. Or they do have another. The X56 has also been recently released. This is an indoor camera, but if you want to monitor maybe your your home or your office. This can be mounted uh, on on a stand or on a ceiling, and it actually has 360, 355 degrees 
of uh, panning so you can control it all through the app you can even tilt it up around it's even got motion tracking so can track people walking through uh, to a two-way audio uh, and, and you get all your notifications as well great way to stay in touch from wherever you happen to be check them out there's a whole range there uniden.com.au Stephen um, the other thing that's critical to talk about here at Mobile World Congress are cameras Yes. Oh, they love their cameras here. And I think there's two companies that stand out uh, in terms of camera conversations yep. here, and that's Oppo and Nokia. Unbelievable. Oppo uh, did the same thing they did about two years ago, uh, announced an innovation. A six times. It was a five times. It was five times, five five times, times a couple years ago. Yeah. And this time they went, it's not a product, but here's a lens we're developing. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so it's a 10 times lossless. Not 10 times lossless. optical, yes. 10 times this lossless. This is through glass, through lenses. Yeah, it's incredible. Yes, but it's not 10 times optical. They've never written that anywhere. It's, yeah, loss, they just they say up. 10 times lossless. It's used as a mirror. So I think, yeah. well, I think it's because what they're doing is some digital enhancement. I think it's a five, six, seven times optical. Yeah. And then there's an additional bit of very good software technology going mm. into the sensor or something that allows you to get that. And what we're talking about here is if you hold your phone up to the, to, the, to the scene around you, and then you go, oh, I want to zoom in on that building there, and you pinch and zoom. In in nearly all phones, you're actually just zooming in on the same photo. You may as well just yeah. take the normal photo and then <laughs> crop it. Oh, that's that's essentially but what you're doing, you, right? Uh, but but normally when you're zooming right in on a smart on a smartphone, the, the, what you get's rubbish though. The result that, is that, that that's good. my point. Is yeah. if you take a normal photo yeah. and then you crop it yeah. down to you know one fifth of it, that bit is not as good. Not good. Um, so what they're saying is that they're creating a situation where they can get this ten times magnification, ten times zoom, um, without any loss yeah. of quality. Now the if examples, they can see the examples. really pull that off. Yeah, I saw the yeah, examples. They look like nice. they shot in a DSLR. <laughs> So, that would be funny if they were. Well, they were only examples of Zoom, so I don't. I just no. I thought they were shot with an Oppo with the Oppo. Camera. I, I don't know, mate. I just okay. There's not an actual phone available to test. Yeah. So point is though that you know the the purchasing decision that customers make isn't on the fact that it's a phone. That in fact no. it's a good camera, and a good camera is uh, is a massive selling point and a feature that we use. Probably more than most other features and apps on your phone. Yeah. Would you agree with that? It's uh, often we're getting our cameras out. Hundred percent. And I think then that's what that's what takes me to Nokia. And you go, okay, so Nokia's is the most interesting announcement to me. The Nokia yeah. Nine Pure View is a beautiful nine series smartphone for them, but it has five, five lenses cameras. on the back in a <laughs> circle <laughs> around. So which is the circle is smart, so that it's not a big long line, but it also looks weird. But the thing is, there's no optical zoom in any of those lenses. They're no. not a two times. It's not a five times, not a three yeah, times. Right. It's just different camera. grades of camera. Right. So, you know, one's in the, one's black and there's two are black the and white. Two, I think. Three are black and white, two are color. Yeah, and two then, color sensors, and, and three black and white. So they're essentially playing on a heavy HDR. So think about HDR. And I had this problem at the Huawei event. I had my Sony camera, my, my DSLR style camera, yep. snapping photos. And it's just, it's taking longer to write to the card than normal which is annoying me. And I'm going, yeah. what's going on here? It was set in HDR mode. Ooh. HDR mode on most smartphones and most yeah. cameras takes two quick photos. It goes boom, yeah. boom, and then it yeah. combines them so that it's getting the light. One of them is overexposed, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So what's interesting here is with one press of a button, you take five photos absolutely instantaneously, mm. not a millisecond after one another, and then they're combined Smart. To, to get the best color output. And then you're getting the HDR version, but it's also a 60 megapixel image. Yeah. So you mentioned they don't have zoom. You can crop the hell out of that image and get yeah. a good photo. Now, the thing is, this was announced megapixel. at, I think, 899 or 799 euros. Um, this will be mm. an $1,100 phone in Australia. Wow. Now, it may be 12, yeah. but my guess is 11. But it's, mm. and it's, not, it's announced two, three days ago. It'll be available in in like weeks at JB Hi-Fi and Home. But it's also has got using Zeiss optics too. Yeah. Like Nokia have always had a great relationship with their their cameras. Even back in the day, were, were they were decent. Yeah, yeah. For the for the time, and uh, they've always had decent cameras. Even recently, with a new their Android devices. That's right. So I, Zeiss I just, is a big player. I just there. think it's fascinating that they're not the telcos, but the uh, retailers, JB and Harvey. Yeah. Are jumping on this. They're going, no, Why we want it they? now, Why right now. They? But you think about, it, like I said, people, it's a camera you're buying. People want a great camera. And, and the examples I saw, again, looked spectacular. The HDR quality. Yeah. Like I think the iPhone and Samsung would be hard, hard pressed to match that. I don't think they'll be like, forgetting. Obviously, we have to take away the yeah. wide angles and the, and the yeah. telephotos and those things. Just the but sheer just quality. Sheer quality of standard photography. Mm. This could be the best. Now, they haven't done yeah. the DxO thing yet, so we don't no, know. exactly. But it could well be. And it's interesting, by the way, talking DxO, the Galaxy yeah. S10 
Equal first. Equal, equal with the Mate 20. Equal first on the rear camera. Was it the best selfie camera too? I well? think Did it might have been. Yeah, and yeah. by the way, it is a bloody good selfie camera yeah. on this. I haven't used it for actual selfies, but I did a... Um, because I was in San Fran and the boys were in Sydney and yeah. we wanted to start the vlog, I used the, this for the vlog. Oh. Mate, it was excellent. Yeah. Audio and video quality. And you can have a wide-angle selfie now, eh, with the, with the S10. There's, oh, a, there's two angles. To be honest, there's, haven't tried. There's normal and then there's a slightly <laughs> wider angle. Not huge, not like the Pixel 3. Yeah, that's right. There is yeah, just there's slightly, a slightly yeah. wider angle yeah, to fit, well, fit a second person in. It's just I don't want to see myself. It's not a good look. <laughs> but now the camera itself, I've been using it a fair bit in Barcelona. Uh, and it's uh, it's been it, it, I like how you can toggle through the three different the ultra wide the regular and the zoom, really nice, good yep. quality. Cameras are important, so it's interesting. Now we've basically got this move towards cameras and five G. Mm. Those are going to be the selling points of phones mm. over the next twelve months, mm. as we then move towards the next ten years or next. I think next three years is the most exciting oh, in in design, engineering, and innovation yeah. in the it's mobile space. Revolutionary. It's super exciting. Yeah, it is. It is like a uh, shot of adrenaline, don't you think? Totally. And, because and it's, how, how, how hard is it to... <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try and get that out. How hard is it to have, do a radio interview about yeah. another bloody smartphone? Another phone. Okay, what's different about this one? Uh, it's got a bigger Cam- screen. The camera's it's got an lens. extra camera. Yeah. Now you're all right. The, oh, well, it's, due, it's time, mate. They've, it's popped, been... they've popped the camera out of the screen instead of oh, a notch. Yeah, oh, wow. Great. Yeah, good. It's it's time. Like the the original iPhone, which kind of set us on this path. True. That was eleven years ago. Yeah. That's a long time in technology. Bloody oath. Like look look at how far. I reckon in eleven years, TVs have probably changed more than phones have in terms of yeah. types of TVs, OLED, all these different yeah. things, curved TVs. There's been more variety, whereas we're getting the same rectangle just with different screen sizes and colors. Yeah. So yeah. I think this is an, a magical change we're going to see and and. While you can only appreciate it from what we're telling you now and what we've shown you on our websites, when you see these things in person, you will say, wow. I think the number one takeout, and we'll leave it with this, and I think you'll agree with me, is if Huawei want to win 2019, what they do is they ship 10,000 Huawei Mate X foldable phones to JB Hi-Fi or Harvey's or Telco's, Mm. and they let people touch them. Yeah. Because I, I've never, yeah. I've never, I can't remember the last time I, I picked up a gadget and went, oh wow, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Same. Like that 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 feeling yeah. of of innovation, that feeling of of being a part of something new. I, I'm literally, I'm, I'm looking around thinking, what else yeah. is something like that? Well, the iPhone. You know, yeah, in, in going 07. Back, going back that I far, remember yeah. the first time I looked at the iPhone. I was in Santa Monica. I was there for E3. And I could not believe it. I'm thinking, holy hell! And then when I ha- I got it home, and showed people, they were, and I was showing the pinch to zoom, all this stuff you take yeah. for granted now, right? Yeah. They were going, wow! I was doing the scrolling through my contacts, and they're going, my god, that's the same feeling they're going to get with this. Yeah. Well, we uh, we value your feedback. If you want to send us a note uh, at on Twitter at Stephen Fenning at Trevor Long, uh, you can reach us both via email on our websites techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Stephen. Uh, it's time to say goodbye. It is time to say goodbye. Was it Barcelona Safe. where they sung that song? Uh, which which song? You know, at the Olympics. Time to say goodbye. Time to. <laughs> Was it somewhere else? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking it's Andre about. Andre Bocelli and, uh, and and a woman singing Time to Say Goodbye. I'm going to look that up now. Okay. I think it might have been here. But it is time to say goodbye, no matter how you want to sing it. But uh, <laughs> safe travels <laughs> he's, home. He's trying mate. to wrap it up for me. Safe Get travels me out of home. It. Uh, and I'll see you back there and we'll do another show from home next week. Yes, we will. Thanks, everyone. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.